Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnan. One of the employee owners at Tab, he comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Yes, we are 100% employee-owned yep. company. Um, again, news media, crickets, don't, <laughs> don't care at all. But if you're yeah. a, if you're a bar, seven baristas in West Hartford and you get unionized, that's big news. Well, if you, <laughs> just remember, if you call Tab and you want to talk to the owner... You are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever picks up. Exactly. <laughs> And that's a diff- that's a big difference, but oh well, I'll let you know about it if nobody else will. Um, so we have uh, we're going to be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online eight six zero five two two nine eight four two is the number, and we're over on WTIC's Facebook page. If you want to check out a couple of pasty white computer geeks in the studio, that's where we are. And feel free to post your questions there if you'd like. Um, and Mike G's posting everything over to our Twitter feed and the Facebook fa- feed, and Dennis's posting everything live here over to computertalkwithtab.com that we talked about. So you don't have to remember the links. You can go out the, the, to our show name, computertalkwithtab.com, and find them without doing a Google search and ending up in some area of the dark web that you don't want to be. So let's get right to your calls. Alan's been on the longest here. What's cooking, Alan? Yes, good morning. morning. And thank you for sharing your expertise. Our pleasure. Uh, last week... <clears throat> I called about a problem with not having purchased uh, McAfee and that they kept popping up uh, yeah. telling me that, you know, all problems. Anyway, um, I had been to their site uh, previously, and your link did, did uh, take me to their instructions on removal. Yep. And kind of at the very end, they say, uh, if all else fails, uh, use our removal tool. What they didn't have is uh, a way to download the the removal tool. I I spent quite a bit of time searching for their removal tool. However, I finally found it, downloaded it, and that was the end of of uh, the McAfee annoyance. Nice. At the uh, concurrent with that, uh, while I was trying to, to stop the uh, uh, the, the tabs, um, they, the uh, uh, I downloaded, uh, and there was a trial for Adaware. Hmm. 
And okay. um, I had seven days or something like that to try it. It didn't work. It didn't do anything. <laughs> um, yeah. So now I am getting incessant uh, messages. They're pop-ups. About, a- about uh, Adaware? From Adaware. <laughs> oh. Alan. <Yeah. laughs> they're, they're, t- they're telling me that uh, uh, I really need to purchase it <laughs> in order to use it. My and I, I find no way to get rid of it. I've been through their website, and I, I just find no way to get, re- get rid of that. <laughs> so let this be a lesson to you, Alan. Don't download anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right. What are you doing? Uh, we'll, well find. I had, we'll... I had. I had. Been, I had previously made that decision, but uh, you know, just recently there's been so much that uh, you know, I've, you I've, I've just needed to do some searching and trying right. to find things. Okay. Well, here's a couple. A couple things that I think are going to help you, Alan. You need to consider doing. Um, um, so we'll try to find a way to stop the Adware pop-ups. But maybe you may want to choose a different browser, like the Brave browser. That might be an option for you. Um, whatever browser you're using now is not helping you with preventing um, the annoyances you deal with. Um, what else should he do? There's some probably some um, Chrome. Yeah, add-ons. I'm using. I'm using. Uh, oh, I can't think of the name right now. I'm using the one that that uh, comes with Windows 10. Oh, oh Edge. Ed- Edge. Yeah. Okay. Edge, edge, yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm using. You're going to want to um, get a, a, an ad else. blocker extension for Edge, yeah. and we can uh, post the link to one for you. There's that, and oh. or use the Brave browser, which will give you less. Right, of that. Brave has uh, ad blocking built into the program itself. Yeah, so you don't need to add anything for that. They'll try to sell you crypto that, wallets. Matter of fact, though. that you know, I'm thinking that's probably the better path. We'll put a link for there him. for you, Alan. So I'm going to break my own rule and tell you to download something. Um, <laughs> but uh, we try the Brave browser and see if you have better results. Um, do you okay, have? Okay, I never even heard of, of Brave. That's okay. That's what we're here so, for. Do you do you um do you have Open DNS running? Uh, I don't think I have Open DM, DNS. Okay. I mean, it sounds like you're kind of willing to mess with your computer. From what we, from what well, I can tell. I, well, I've been computing since uh, the seventies. Oh, good. Since, since hey. the Texas Instrument handheld. All right, you're you're an old school geek. We like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, oh yeah, I have a I have a collection of Commodore C64s. I have two of the portables. Wow. The SX 64s. <laughs> yeah. One of them was one of them was the last one they made. I spent a lot of my time. Looking at beautiful days like this, sticking in Dungeons and Dragons floppies into my Commodore sixty four. <laughs> well, 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 I, well, I, ha- I had the uh, uh, unit that you could put uh, uh, cartridges in, and you save your save all your programs right where you you know, wanted to use them, and just push a button, nice. and they came right up instantly. Nice. So right where you left off, that was very nice. We're gonna put a link up to Open yeah. DNS. What you should do is implement. OpenDNS is not a yeah. download. Right. It's following some instructions on how to configure your firewall and your com- and or your computer specifically to protect okay. you, to give you a better filter of your internet. It's gonna it's gonna protect you from malicious sites um, and malicious offerings, and it's really worth it. It'll speed up your machine a little bit as well. Um, so definitely consider that. The Brave browser. We're gonna give you some ad blockers as well, but uh, 
I think those things in combination will give you a more secure system and maybe less trouble. That sounds that sounds good. Um, one other question: um, search engines. I always used to use uh, Google search, mm-hmm. and then uh, after a while, <clears throat> my computer had Yahoo, and that seemed to work okay. Mm. Now I have Microsoft Bing, right? And that used to be fine, but now what happens is Bing comes up. Uh, about, oh, four or five times size on my screen. And, and uh, you know, you have to scroll all over the place to see anything. And I'm trying to get rid of Bing. I can't find Google search. Uh, or, or well, Google search is just typing in. Yeah. You just type in Google to get to Google search. Right. I'm thinking once I did each... that. You know, I did that and I got nothing. I'm thinking once he installs Brave, yes, and he makes that his default browser, mm. a lot of that's going to go away. Possibly, I don't know. Alan's trouble, um, <laughs> possibly. Uh, but Bing, what you're seeing that big screen, I think also is just a setting in your browser as far as the magnification you might have set. Uh, that's why your browser is so big. You might have set a view on your browser that's beyond 100. Um, percent I poked around trying to find that, and I couldn't. Everything comes up with a magnifying glass covering what I'm trying to see. Oh, then you have turned and, on the accessibility yeah, features. Yeah, you have. Okay. Yeah, we can tell you okay, how to turn off the accessibility features. What yeah. You're running Windows 10 or 11? I'm 10. All right, so we'll try to find a link to the accessibility features. These are, these are beneficial to folks who are having issues seeing the screen. They make it more magnified for you. In your case, it's driving you bonkers. <laughs> So you right. might have, well that's well that's that's the only thing that that it magnifies and that I that I can you, tell maybe you've turned it on within the browser yeah you might have tr- yes might have turned it on in the browser yeah so we'll see we'll see if we can find a specific link for that for you Alan you've got some okay. issues there well, kid thank you very much I'll continue to listen well good good we're happy to help you and hopefully we'll give you some things to do don't don't break your machine until next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> This is my fourth. This is my fourth laptop in the last year. It's a, it's a Panasonic Toughbook, ah. and I've had four. I've had four of them, and and they would they would withstand being dropped and everything else you can think of. And you said in the last year. The f- well, I bought two that were refurbished, ah. and uh, my my problem my problem was that the. Um, the wire, the wireless, with the card inside or whatever, oh. well, stopped working. First, it was intermittent for yeah, a while, and then it stopped. Then it stopped working. Yeah. And so I bought another one, the same model. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I received it, everything in it worked except for the internet. <laughs> I don't know. So, so a... I had two computers with the same problem. Yeah. No, right. that card probably is replaceable, but uh, yeah, I've it. done I've done that on other computers, but I just didn't dig into it that deeply. Gotcha. Anyway, all right, Alan. Hey, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. We've got some links for mm-hmm. you out there. Okay, thank you. Yeah, bye bye. All right, Alan's got some work to do. Old school geek, we like that. Uh, we're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. We'll take a quick break, right, Carolyn, and get to your calls. Four lines out wide open on this lovely Saturday morning. We'll be right back.
are back. Four lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. But as we wait for your calls, we always have tech news to talk with you about. Well, uh, one thing that we've talked about before yes. and uh, is becoming an increasing problem, apparently, mm -hmm. um, are H-1B visas. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of uh, applications for them. They've actually ballooned over the last year, year and a half. Right. Uh, to astronomical numbers. So finally, yep. it looks like, yeah. according to the Reg, mm -hmm. uh, Uncle Sam might actually like look into this and see if uh, maybe a couple of these are fraudulent applications. And that's good. Yeah. And it's about freaking time. It is. Because as again, as you as you think about it with UConn, you've got plenty of sci uh, cyber security folks who are getting degrees, computer science degrees, and you want to go out to work for corporations who then don't hire you because they can get an H-1B visa applicant at a whole lot less than you. And not only do they pay them less, right. they have more control over them. Right, because the applicant They're, is an indentured servant because right. they are usually part of another company that has a contract with the big company that won't hire you. And that if they get laid off from that company, they're still stuck. They 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 have the only work for that company or not, and uh, so they become kind of indentured servants. So the whole H one B visa system is a mess. We we need good quality people to to come here from all over the world. That's what we want, definitely. But we don't want to displace brand new minted cyber folks in America with these folks who are coming over at half price. Um, so some of the rules that have been talked about is that if you're an H-1B visa person, you need to – those jobs can only be 100 k and up. Yeah. Right? And that, if they do that, then you're going to not have the abuse that's happening where folks who come – you know, who are not getting the jobs that are Americans are being given to the uh, those those folks half price. But in this case, the article talks about it. It was a – normally you get 100,000 applications and now it's yeah. almost a million, like 800,000. Right. Yeah. So on top of being a problem, as I described – because uh, I we've had stories where there's there's whole uh, seminars companies can go to and listen to people tell you how to put ads and papers that nobody will see so that you comply with nobody not finding qualified people so that you can then hire someone through an H1B visa system at half price, which is just awful and creepy and I can't believe we're doing it to ourselves. This is simply people just fraudulently applying right. en masse. Right. And the government might do something about it. <laughs> Maybe. We'll put a link up there for you guys to read it. Um, in other news, a payment software giant called Avid Exchange suffered its second ransomware attack of, of this year. <laughs> Wait, haven't we been down this road before? We have. I thought so. Hackers have published a trove of sensitive data stolen from payment software company Avid Exchange after the co company fell victim to ransomware for the second time this year. Avid Exchange provides cloud-based software. Oh, I hate when that happens. That helps organizations <laughs> automate invoice processing and payment management processes. The North Carolina-based company says it processed 70 million transactions for 8,000 customers in 2022. I'm sure it posted that on its webpage so the bad guys knew who to go after. A ransomware group called Ransom House. They're even getting cool with oh. their names. Ransom House. I mean, yeah, they're. I mean, it's not like they're hiding it all. Huh? No. Uh, <laughs> Dear Avid Exchange, we strongly recommend that you contact us to prevent your confidential data and documents from being leaked. A message on Ransom House's dark website uh, 
said. So basically, again, they take the they take the sample stolen data, and TechCrunch had this information. It includes non-disclosure agreements, employee payroll information, corporate bank account numbers, all the great stuff you wouldn't want the bad guys to have. And this is the second time in the same year. So what's the moral of the story, right? So clearly, they did their tabletop exercise and prepared for this. They got hit once, didn't remediate, got hit again, and now they're trying to remediate a second time. Meanwhile, the rest of us, if you're if you're one of the 70 million transactions, there's 8,000 customers, the bad guys have your numbers, and they want to pinky swear, the bad guys will pinky swear, not to leak it after you pay the <laughs> ransom. Sadly, <laughs> that is probably the worst thing because they're still going to leak it uh, because, again, the data is sitting there on ransom. You can have bad guys hack the bad guys to get the data to the ba- the, some other bad guy can say, hey, I've got your – I hacked Ransom House – Ransom House kind of winks and nods. Yeah, they hacked us. I don't know how it happened. And now another guy <laughs> has got your data. And you know, if you don't pay us, um, so it's it's a mess what's going on out there these days. It's and it's all thanks to cryptocurrencies. I yeah. mean, if you, it's a lot harder to pay ransom in, you know, dollar bills. Right. Well, right. In the old days, you drop that duffel bag by a garbage can outside the Wendy's, and the FBI's got fifty billion people watching that happen. Here yeah. with cryptocurrency, nothing. Well, yeah, worse. currency is traceable because it's physical. Right. But, so, but cryptocurrency is a little harder to trace. Mm. It is traceable, guys. It's, it is. It, just so it you is. Know. Don't let don't let all the those rabid, you know, crypto promoting libertarians fool you. <laughs> However, <laughs> when you do a transfer to Uzbekistan, the FBI is <laughs> not going there to get your money back. Right. Right. So, you know, we Please, can we regulate this thing? If there's so many ding-dongs are going to buy this junk, you need to regulate it. Banks are failing over it. We're getting ransomed over it. it it's worth nothing. I'm sorry. It's it's yeah. not worth anything. It's the greater fool theory, as Bill Gates and so many people have said. But still, you people buy it. I mean, okay. Fooling his money. We're going to step out here for a quick break. Get online if you can. Four lines wide open. 860-522-9842 is the number. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Everything's been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. And, of course, if you follow us on Facebook, if you like us on Facebook, and Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg deems the news worthy, and you're not in Australia, it might get into your news feed. And now if you follow us on Twitter at Tab Computer Sys, you're going to get it. We'll be right back. <laughs> When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Okay. 
Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And we are back in the home stretch, as it were, uh, as we get through the morning here with you. And uh, happy to be here and so glad you guys are calling. Otherwise, we'd be talking about our kids and our cats. I'm going to take a moment, though, and tell you I got two kids graduating tomorrow, and I'm excited about that. Congratulations. Thank you. That's worth talking about. Yeah, it is. It is. Because, yeah, you never know, right? You never know. (laughs) We hope they're going to go through. (laughs) So... All three got them through. They could. I told them they could go to any university they wanted as long as it was UConn. UConn. <laughs> and that's where they went. So well, we're very happy about that. And to all the graduates uh, that are happening this weekend. Let's go to uh, Brian first in Suffield. Hey, Brian, what's up? Good morning and congratulations on making it through. Yeah, the, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm about as a computer illiterate as the day is long, so let me preface that. All right. Uh, Back in the year 2000, my uh, gateway computer died at the change of the time and date. Oh, a victim of Y2K, really? Wow. (laughs) Exactly. And so I replaced that with a Dell computer, which promptly died two years after that. Hmm. My question is, and it'll segue into my final question, is all the family pictures and the stuff and things that I had stored on those hard drives that are kind of memorabilia and cherished items. Is there any way with something that old and with that kind of technology being 23 some years later to remove those hard drives and get that data, mostly the pictures off of them and stored somewhere else? Yeah, there, there is a way to do it. There are drive enclosures that will work even with that older interface. Mm-hmm. Um, what it'll, it'll be like a little box that you put the drive into, you plug it in inside the box and then you connect the box to a power supply and then to your computer with a USB cable. And it okay. will treat it as an external drive on your computer, now the, the one okay. that's working. The 20-year-old drive is probably IDE. So it would have an interface of a ton of pins called IDE, and it'll have its own little power supply, too, little power plug that it might need. So you may want to look for an IDE well, enclosure. If, if you buy what, what's called a PATA uh, drive enclosure, yeah. it will have all of that in it. For even old and new? Oh, I didn't well, even know that. Well, either. no, it'll just oh. work with the older drives. So PATA, okay. P-A-T-A. We'll put a link up. For parallel okay, so A-T-A, as opposed to SATA, Sera- which Sera. is serial A-T-A. A-T-A. That's amazing okay. you can remember that, Dennis. <laughs> well, well, that's all foreign to me, and uh, let me well, explain a further. Once the Dell died two years in like 20... 20- Oh, two or three. Mm-hmm. I never replaced computers. So, can I take these drives to someone locally, a computer expert or shop locally, and have them extract the data? Maybe, maybe. But I would think that you're going to pay a lot more than 
the give or take twenty dollars that the However, enclosure would be. Yeah, but he said he has not. He, so you gave up computers back in two thousand two. Oh. Well, I gave yes. I I said that's it. I'm done. And the only thing I have now is an iPad Pro and my gotcha. iPhone. Man's got to know his limitations. He said, I'm done with computers in 2002. Yeah, you'll have to take it to someone then. Yeah. yeah. So you, you, you may want to look in your, to see if you have a local computer shack in your neighborhood. Um, okay. And they should be able to. They probably would already have the equipment too. Just don't let them charge you an arm and a leg for this. There's really not a, a lot of technology here. Uh, which, right. What you're going to ask them to do is take the data off this old drives and put it on a new drive. That is going to be able to connect via USB to your other devices as a drive. Uh, you know, that's a way to do it. Maybe a big thumb drive. Well, he's got depends. an he's got an iPad. Uh, well, right. Can he use a USB C in the, uh, in the iPad? I'm not a big not Mac believe. guy, as you guys know. I do not believe they can. Oh, those darn Apple devices! Yeah. They just don't let you connect anything to them. Um, he would have to have somebody upload it to a cloud. Or something. Cloud. Yeah. So you may have to create a, an account. That's a good idea, maybe. Yeah, maybe maybe create yourself a uh, a Microsoft account because that'll give you some storage. There are clouds out there designed for pictures too, oh, where you true. can share them with your family. Yeah. Um, if Carmen right. Filaramo is listening, he'll probably chime in and let us know what I'm talking about because I I can't think of the name of these places, but there are clouds, so you can have them upload them to those clouds as long as you're not worried about oh, Flickr. Flickr. There you go. So have them upload the data to Flickr as long as you're not nervous about what could be on those pictures, you know. And photo. Well, no, they're for the kids, families, picnics, things like that. All right. And I know that there be I see commercials on TV where you send they send you a box, you put your stuff in it, yeah. and they put it on a drive or a CD or something. Yeah. I don't know if they're that, not. That's an option too. It's called Legacy Box. They probably could do this for you as well. Okay, I'll look into that. And that segues into my final question is, since I don't have any computers, yes. and I only have an iPad Pro or my iPhone, is there a wireless or what is an AirPrint computer mm-hmm. purchase? I don't plan on doing a lot with it where I can hook it up to my phone or my iPad and wirelessly print. Yes. And what would you recommend? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can go to Staples and look at HP lines of printers that support that kind of wireless yeah, there. Well, if if a printer supports AirPrint, which is what you're looking for, yeah, it'll have it on the box. It'll say that. Okay. Uh, so just look. You no, know, I've that. been looking. A lot of them says you need to download drivers and things like that to your desktop or laptop, which I don't have. You shouldn't have to do that if it's designed for the AirPrint. The printer should okay. be able to see your iPad, but. Now, I can't say that for certain because I've I've never not had a computer. <laughs> I've never had that one hand tied behind my back. Well, I always like posing uh, challenging <laughs> questions. Yes. You should be able to try it, Brian, without it. If not, do you have a friend that has a computer? Yes, I do. I could always go to my daughter's house or something like that, but I, I don't want to have to bother them every other day or something. With, no, I no. Well, it, it would be probably be a one-time setup. Yeah, initial configuration. I mean, you're, I'm sure your daughter would, wouldn't mind her dad coming over occasionally. Well, as long as I buy her dinner. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I agree, man. That's crazy, right? That never ends. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, there is a way, you know, because I don't know the expert or the knowledge of these but at Staples or, you know, 
office, whatever. They might. They might have some insight. May, they might have a guy that's, that's good enough that can confirm that uh, at, at their help desk. Okay. All right. So just look for something that's air print compatible. compatible. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because like I said, I don't, I don't, I'm retired, so I don't do a lot of printing like I used to. So yeah. I'm just looking for something inexpensive, and I thought you guys might be able to recommend something. Yeah, it's a place to go. Okay. HP, is that what you're suggesting? Yep, HP, a couple hundred bucks. You'd probably find one uh, that has that okay. support by now. All right. All right. I'll have to figure out what to do with these 23-year-old hard drives and getting my pictures off of yeah. them. Yeah, check out Legacy Box. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome, Brian. Bye now. Bye-bye. All right. Let's do a quick one here, but let's see if Carolyn's not going to give me too much of a hard time. We're going to go to, uh, who's the longest here? Ed in Mass next. Hey, Ed. Uh, how you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, I was wondering, you know how some websites, they're selling a product, and they, they have a discount box. You put in a code, and you yeah. pay at a discount. I was wondering if it's possible to create a divert box, which would automatically divert some of the money to uh, specific charities. They do or, that. Amazon used to do that. They removed they, that. They got rid of that. Yeah, so com- well, that's up to the companies to do that, Ed. Yeah, they okay. would have to have that on the site. Okay, because I have uh, I'm I'm selling a certain type of T-shirt, and uh, the company that makes the T-shirt to host the website and all, they're not they're not sure how to do this. Because what I'm thinking is like St. Jude Hospital could say for every one of these shirts you buy, a uh, dollar will be automatically sent to the charity, mm-hmm. and all they do is put in like Jude one two three in that divert box. But yeah. I haven't I'm not sure exactly how to create such a divert box well again amazon did that and then stopped doing it so one of the biggest retailers on the planet said it was too much energy and didn't produce enough revenue which is cheesy and <laughs> awful um but uh yeah i i don't know that it really comes down to your web designer and it also it also comes down to the uh e-commerce engine that you're using yeah because whatever whatever diversion takes place is going to have to be financially moved Right by a third-party payer. Third-party payer, yeah. Into into different accounts. I was wondering if it could be done. If the divert box itself could do it automatically, I was wondering if that was possible, rather than have people do extra work. Yeah, no, the box itself would be the code. It'd say, "Hey, you want to do this," but then you need background processes that occur. Well, yeah, I mean, the the box itself can't take money out of somebody's account and move it to a charity. Right. No, it would be money that someone's paying, like if someone wants right. to pay and it would have Right, and it would have to be integrated into that single transaction. Right. So it's got oh. to be managed by the e-commerce company that's handling that. It's a good idea, Ed, again. It is a good idea. Okay. Amazon's been yeah. doing it forever, but or had been uh, doing okay. it. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Thanks a lot. You got it, Ed. So, yeah, I mean, we all thought that was a great thing Amazon was doing until they oh, yeah. decided not to. Um, I'm going to try one more because Carolyn's not looking. I'm going to go to Jay and Waterbury next. AJ. Hello, Eric and Dennis. Uh, Eric, I wish your kids the best of luck in the future. Thank you, sir. For avoiding one thing. Um, what, what I'm concerned about, yeah, um, this, this computer stuff, it's very fascinating. I've been every Saturday trying to make an appointment. But I like to know, what do you, I know you talk about Brave Browser and Proton. Yeah. And I, I worked, uh, I was yesterday at a, at a cell phone company and I was talking to the guys and some said, well, on the internet connection, they're connected to Comcast on their desktop. And someone said, in the same bill, said they're connected to X Infinity, for example. Yeah. And, 
And I, I had something that deals with jetpack, which has something to do with wires because you can't, uh, the, in the situation, they can't have wire going through. They have problems with the heat storms and all that. I'd like to know what is, what you recommend for internet connection? Uh, you know, I used yeah. to be Frontier years ago. What do you recommend for connection to the internet? And then what do you use for a, uh, a, a what do you call this? A browser of Google, whatever. Yeah. And then, then what kind of protection? Uh, my friend that I deal with, uh, he had dealt with uh, he dealt with Norton, and he has uh, Microsoft uh, Edge, and, and, yeah. and he even had McAfee. Uh, in the last couple guys here talked about McAfee. What do you call it? McAfee. And, and, and I was able to un- uninstall it, but then again, he, he's having trouble. With all kinds of un- he don't even know what it is. I have Pop-ups. to go see him tomorrow, but yeah. but. Yeah. All right. How, where do you begin? Where do you begin? Well, you want to find a good internet provider, and if if Go NetSpeed is in your neighborhood, you want to choose them. Well, if they go and go wireless. If you want to go wireless, it's basically whichever service is strongest in your neighborhood. Verizon, T-Mobile, AT and T is is it's a crapshoot. Um, I'm a fan of uh, Google Fi, um, but uh, Google Fi. Yeah, I mean, that's going to throw another monkey wrench into how you do things. But the the three the three big ones are T-Mobile, Verizon, and AT and T. Okay, and and then what what we what is it? Then would you use Brave Browser? Yeah, I like the Brave Browser. It's faster. It's less. It throws less junk at you. It's less tracking of where you're going. It's none of their business. Um, and then we'd recommend configuring OpenDNS on your computers as well, which we put a ton of links today for both OpenDNS and Brave for folks to take a look at it. So, I, uh, does that have to do with the wire connection or uh, the fiber optic? It does. OpenDNS is simply the D, the domain name service you're going to use for your um, your system. So it's basically instead of using the internet provider's DNS service, you're going to use Cisco's, uh, which is OpenDNS. Um, it, a lot to do. Yeah, one one of the things I'm concerned about because I had a cell phone which I'm using now, and they had all kinds of. It was a, a number I didn't want. They just gave it to me because you got to have it. Yeah. But the the problem is I was getting over. I have now over 130 block calls on it because yeah. I had four people that used to own this phone. Now I thought about why can't that be done on the computer internet or on your desktop computer, for example, have block calls on it or block. Whatever uh, we call it, address they use to get into your computer. Why yeah. can't if you don't recognize a, a like a, like the phone number? If you don't yeah. recognize it, you can block it. Right. Why can't they do that with computers? We do. That's the Open DNS, my friend. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what I, with Open DNS, it's going to block the malicious sites. So it's going to say, Jay, you can't take a right down that that into that bad neighborhood on the internet. You're not even going to see the bad neighborhood. That's exactly what Open DNS does for you. Okay, where do you get that DNS? <laughs> you go to, go to our website and read the link. It's a it's a methodology of being more safe on the internet by filtering out the bad stuff for you. Exactly what you just asked for. Okay, I'm gonna have to get my friend's computer to do that. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jay. Oh, oh man. Okay. Well, uh, thank you. Well, if you have the cloud, what happens if it gets blown away with your information? What? What did you say? I didn't catch what you said there. They have a he has also the his pictures and some information on the so-called cloud. Yep. What happens if the cloud gets blown away with your information? You need to back it up. You need to back up the cloud. We we have we have services for our business clients where we back up their 
cloud-based services, so don't assume the cloud will be there. It's only there until it dissipates. No, I agree with you 100%. All right, Jay. Okay, I appreciate that very much. You're it's welcome. very exciting, your shows. Okay. <laughs> Glad to have you, Jay. Thank you. Thank you, Eric and Dennis. Thank you very much. I you're, appreciate that. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'll step up for a quick break. back. Carolyn is doing a great job today on the music, I just have to say. <laughs> and we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. And then stick around. Dr. Alessi will be in. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And then I think there's law talk and pet talk and all sorts of talk. So it's great to stick around here and have the radio going in the background as you're working on your yard. Um, let's go to Bob first here in Berlin. What's happening, Bob? Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Hey, uh, I just got to say one one quick thing here before I get to my question. But your son graduating from UConn, uh, you know, congratulations. Uh, I I uh, when my son graduated, he he took a, a a dual degree program, and and anyhow, yeah, he came up to me with his first paycheck, and the last months, few months were very very tough. Yeah. <laughs> And he wanted to quit, and uh, you know we 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 told him to hang in there. His first paycheck, take-home pay, was more than I was grossing. Yep. And I said, oh my god! But now, you know what? I'm so happy. He's so happy. So. <laughs> yeah. How long ago was that, Bob? Ooh, let me see. Two thousand and uh, let me see. I think two thousand eight. Awesome. Yeah. So now the Gen Z yep. folks, they want to have that paycheck and live with their parents. <laughs> no, no. I, thank God he doesn't. So. Yeah, that's not happening in my <laughs> house. You know what? Let me back up. No, uh, you know, no, they would, they would. But uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, Bob. So what's going on with your computer? Hey, okay. No, nothing. I, I, you guys keep uh, saying reboot, reboot, reboot. Uh, I, I had a, a, you know, I always thought a reboot was, you know, we start fresh when you turn it back on. Yeah. Uh, I had a, an instance where I was trying to get rid of some, it was like nagware. It was, uh, um, I even forgot what it was. That's okay. Anyhow, uh, and I would reboot, and, but the program was, would still pop up again, keep popping up, popping up. And I would have to go and, you know, remove the program. Yep. And, and it did say for me to restart the computer. And so I'm thinking, yes. well, how is, how is restart different than reboot? I restarted the program, you know, just go down to the lower left-hand corner and hit restart instead of power down. Yeah. And, well, and the program's gone. Well, a lot of things actually are background services that you install. So they're running. Correct. correct. Okay. The only way for them to stop running once you've uninstalled them is to restart the computer so it starts back up in a state where they are no longer running, mm -hmm. and then those programs will get cleaned out and it'll be gone. Right, as opposed to simply rebooting. So yeah, I mean, well, you know, that guy was complaining about same not thing. Trying. Restart the computer. It's they're synonymous, Bob. They're, they're not. They're not because that program kept coming back until I did a, did an actual restart. So a restart is the same idea as far as a reboot, as far as the te the, te the actual <laughs> term. 
Um, so they're synonymous in what they do. Yeah, they are synonymous in what they do. But if you are talking from a cold start versus a warm reboot, there is some differences because the operating system in Windows actually doesn't do the same thing that you would think it did. I always get this wrong. In a reboot, there's like a quick reboot ability now that doesn't clear things out. In some of the cases of Windows 10 and the restart scenario, you have to actually click a few buttons to tell it to do a fresh restart. Otherwise, it has a quick start ability in there that kind of keeps things running. Okay. Okay. So when you come from a cold start, though, that is a more well, forced. You, you, maybe you're so thinking I, of the cold as a reboot. Go ahead. Uh, well, uh, okay, correct. How you know what is a cold start? A machine that's as, off. As, when the machine is off and comes back on, that is a a cold start versus a restart, which is the machine still running. But they're both synonymous. Okay. Reboot restart is synonymous to us. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I, I'm because that's what I was doing. I was literally powering down and, yeah. and coming coming back the next day and powering it back up. Right. And and that's that's that's. You got to check your start menu. Yeah. You have to check your start menu to see if you're told it to continue to come back up. That might right. be part of the problem. So Bob, we've hit a top of the hour here. We're gonna have to go, okay. but check your start menu thank to you. see what's in it. All right. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. I want to thank Carolyn for producing, as always. She does a great job. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live over at Facebook and Twitter for us. Dennis here is posting everything over on our Facebook page. You guys are the best, though. Without you guys joining us, we'd be talking about our kids and our cats, and that's not that much fun. Except for tomorrow, it will be very fun for me. And remember, we want you to be geeks, too. See you guys next Saturday. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.